Well, good morning, Connect. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Father's Day morning. Happy Father's Day to every one of you watching. We're actually coming to you live from outside the Connect Center. Uh, happy Father's Day to my dad, who's watching right now in England. Happy Father's Day, Dad. There we go. Save some money on a card there. Um, so. Thanks for joining us live. I hope you're still with us after seeing Andy in that sh cut-off shirt. Maybe you've uh, tuned out, but uh, hopefully that's, for those of you who are still with us, uh, we've got a great remainder of the service planned for you. So it was just a little over 22 years ago that I became a husband, married Casey Jane. Uh, not too long after that, about 19 and a half years ago, I became a dad. I had my first child, Ben, and uh, he made me a dad. And if you're watching this morning and you're a father yourself, you'll know that that's, uh, it, it can be quite an um, overwhelming thing to suddenly become a father. Maybe you're watching this morning and you are a father. Uh, maybe you're soon to be a father. Uh, I was to actually pause here for a moment before we continue on the service because I know that for some of you this morning who are watching, maybe Father's Day is a, a difficult day. Maybe for you, Father's Day is uh, just a reminder of a dad who is no longer with you. Uh, maybe a, a difficult memory you have of a dad or an absent dad growing up. So I want to pray right now for all of those watching for whom Father's Day is a, is a tough day. So Father, Father God, we come to you as the one true perfect Father, Lord, and we ask that you would just bring comfort and peace, Lord, to any this morning who are watching right now who are having a tough time because Father's Day just brings up some memories, maybe brings up some pain. Maybe this year, Father's Day, for the very first time, uh, is a reminder of a situation where things have changed in the last few weeks, months, or since last year on Father's Day with relation to the Father in their life. So, Lord, just, just be with everyone this morning, Lord. Uh, and for those, uh, Lord, who are celebrating Father's Day, let it be a great day for them and their families. But for those who it's a challenge, Lord, just, just bring your peace and comfort to them, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So I can remember uh, becoming a father and just suddenly all this responsibility, all this burden of realizing, wow, this is, this is going to be tough now being a dad. There's a lot of areas that, uh, of expectations that are uh, put on us as dads. And uh, in all those areas, I think probably the one that we struggle with the most, the one area that's the toughest for all of us as dads, if we're honest, is this area right here. Come join me. The grill. I mean, let's be honest, dads. This is where it happens. For every one of us that's a husband and a father, there is this expectation that we have to be the grill masters. So um, this morning, I'm going to share a few thoughts with you from Scripture, but while doing that, I'm going to be stood here at the grill, and I'm actually going to be cooking something on the grill for you this morning uh, as I share. So, never done anything like this before, so excited to see just how this might go. My assistant here, thank you very much, sir. Ben has passed me my apron, which we borrowed from Drew Hillman. Thank you, Drew, for the loan of your grilling apron. So, right here, I am ready to, to get to work. So, um, in our house case, my wife, she's amazing. She does uh, the majority of the cooking, but when it comes to, to grilling, that's my job, okay? So steaks, brats, chicken fajitas, and my specialty, hamburgers. 
So this morning, I'm gonna be cooking some burgers on the grill. So I'm gonna have my assistant just grab the burgers for me. They are uh, just sitting right here. And as I speak this morning, we're gonna cook these burgers and you're gonna get to see uh, what goes into cooking burgers at the Jane household. So first of all, we'll uh, introduce you to this meat. So this is um, organic beef from Costco. That's the key right there is you wanna make sure you get your organic beef because uh, you know those burgers taste a lot better when they come from a, a happy cow that lived a, a good grain-fed free life. But um, we get our organic beef and then I'm gonna ask my assistant Ben to pass me the seasoned salt right there. I'm gonna put some of that on. Okay, so we're gonna add some seasoned salt. And again, I know there are dads right now watching who are like, oh yeah, you don't wanna do it that way, you don't. But this is the way we cook the burgers in our house. And then Ben, if you could pass me the, uh, this is a little secret that I'm gonna talk about a little bit later on in my message. We add some barbecue sauce. So the barbecue sauce on top of the burgers, a little squirt there. <laughs> this is so much fresher to have to do this knowing that you're all watching me. So, as I'm getting ready, I want to talk to you a little bit this morning about a guy by the name of Paul. Now, many of you are familiar with Paul. He wrote a, a large chunk of the New Testament, and we can learn so much from the life of Paul. Because most of what Paul wrote is uh, applicable to how we can live our life as followers of Jesus. But a lot of what Paul wrote isn't just um, theoretical teaching. It's lessons that he learned along the way. So this morning we're going to learn uh, something really important from Paul, and it's in a letter that he wrote to a church in Philippi. And the passage that we're going to read from is Philippians 4, uh, chapter 4, verses 10 through 13. And in your Bible sometimes there are headings, and the heading in this Bible says, finding contentment in your circumstances. So Paul's talking here about something about finding contentment in your circumstances. And I don't know about you, but as a dad, that's something I would love to do better at. That's something I would love to learn more about. It's how to find contentment in all of my circumstances. So whether you're a dad here or not this morning, I hope that's something you would uh, be, be wanting to find out. So now we're going to read what Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 13. Thank you very much. All right, so Paul says, How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I've learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secrets of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or with little. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Even so, you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty. You know, it's one thing, isn't it, for Paul to say, I found contentment in the good times. But what we're reading here is that he's also found contentment in some of the challenging times as well. So I'm going to flip this burger here. They're looking pretty good. I wish there was a way to not just share this visually, but I wish you could smell this. These burgers are smelling pretty good here, cooking up well on my grill. All right, I'll get some more uh, seasoned salt if I could please, Ben. So if I'm honest, standing here at this grill kind of represents one of the areas in my life where, if I'm totally honest, I struggle a little bit because I'm not the world's best griller. 
okay? Every time I get behind the grill, I'm always convinced that I'm gonna do something wrong, that I'm gonna ruin the food. And, and if you're a dad this morning watching, you know that for us dads, this is kind of an expectation that we just have to be the guy at the grill. We have to get it done right. And uh, so I feel that pressure. I, um, I'm cooking here on a, a charcoal, a Weber charcoal grill, and I got friends who have got gas grills that are the same size as my car. I got friends who have got green eggs and smokers and they're grill masters and they just, they know what they're doing. So I feel the pressure when I'm around them. My, uh, I remember my family coming over once, my, my wife's family came over for a cookout and I was cooking the meat on the deck on the grill and uh, my brother-in-laws were all there, kind of stood around, we were chatting and I could just feel they were watching me as I was cooking and, and every time I did something I could kind of just sense they were looking on and a bit of a shake of the head and, and finally under all this pressure I just, I remember saying to one of my brother-in-laws, do, do you want to take over? He's like, oh yeah, I'd love to. And I just knew in that moment that they were just looking on thinking, oh no, you don't want to do it like that. You know, Paul is actually writing this letter to this church in Philippi from a prison cell. Paul's in prison writing to this church. And as he writes to them, there's a lot he communicates throughout the book of Philippians. But at the very end here in chapter four, he's, he's sending some greetings and he sends some thanks. In fact, a few verses later in verse 18, he says, at the moment, I have all I need and more. I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent me with Ephroditus. So this church in Philippi, they've sent uh, this letter to Paul in this prison cell. And along with the letter, they've also sent a gift. They've supplied Paul with some needs. They were a very generous church and they've sent a gift along to Paul. So Paul's thanking them for this gift. But he also makes a point of saying, hey, listen, I, I really appreciate that you sent me this gift and, and I'm so grateful for your generosity. But I want to make it clear that I don't want to come across as being somebody who's needy, somebody who needs these kind of gifts. Because what Paul wants to try and explain that throughout his life, throughout his relationship with Jesus, he's found a way to be content whether he has or whether he has not. He's found a way to be content when he has plenty and he's found a way to be content when he doesn't have much. In fact, he's, he's kind of telling them in this verse here, verse 12, I'll read that again. It says, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or with little. Paul's trying to communicate here that changing circumstances did not affect the inner contentment that he's discovered. I don't know about you, but it's really hot here by this grill. So uh, apologize if I'm uh, sweating a little bit here, but the burgers are going good. We're uh, cooking away here. And I was um, thinking about sharing this message this morning and the fact that I was gonna be doing this. And I hope that you're able to continue to watch and listen to what I'm saying, as I'm sure there are some of you looking thinking he really should have flipped them by now or he should not be doing that that way, but we'll see how they turn out. <laughs> Do you know what's interesting is when I was studying for this message, I found out that the word content that Paul uses here, the Greek word that he uses, it literally means self-sufficient. So Paul is saying to his, his friends at this church in Philippi, I've come to a place of, of being self-sufficient, but I don't think he meant self-sufficient in a prideful way. Like I figured this out. I've worked out how to do this. I've found the solution. Now, when Paul was talking about contentment, he was explaining that, that his contentment wasn't found in himself, but was actually found in Christ. 
he'd found a way to be content in Christ. This wasn't an expression of pride in his own abilities. It was a declaration of the strength that he found in Christ. And I love how he explains it. Did you catch that uh, in that verse earlier? It said, I have learned the secret of living in every situation. I've learned the secret of living in every situation. Several years ago, we were uh, at my wife's sister's house and uh, her brother-in-law and I, we were out on the deck and he was cooking burgers just like this on the grill. And uh, he put the meat on and we were chatting and then suddenly I see him get this barbecue sauce out and he pours the barbecue sauce on each burger. And I said to him, what are you doing? He goes, oh, he goes, this is my secret. This is what really gives the burger a great taste. And we ate the burgers that night at his house and he was right, they tasted really good. So that's become my secret now. Whenever I cook burgers for my family, that's the secret. A little bit of seasoned salt and then a bit of barbecue sauce on each side of the burger. I hope this morning that you will learn the secret of finding contentment in all situations. But even if you don't, I hope you learn the secret of uh, making a really good burger by adding barbecue sauce. But Paul's talking about what it looked like to be content in all situations. You see, if I'm honest with you this morning, it can be difficult being a dad. It can be tough at times. Some of that is from real responsibilities of, of what it means to be a dad. But a lot of the times, I think the difficulty maybe we face as fathers is because of the perception, the, the perceived ideas of who we should be and what we should do and, and how we should perform in this area and, and, and what we should be doing in all these different areas. And I'll be honest, one of the reasons I'm delivering my message from behind a grill this morning is because this is something I feel like I don't excel in, and yet I feel like as a dad and a husband, I should. <laughs> we were preparing for this even this morning, and one of my friends is, is here in the building. He says, do you need help? Because I'm a grill master. And even when he says that, I'm like, oh, because I'm not. <laughs> Maybe you feel the same way this morning as a dad. Maybe as a mum, as a son, as a daughter as a student, as a teacher, wherever you find yourself here this morning, you find yourself comparing yourselves to others. You don't think you're doing as well as you could, and, and as a result, you lack contentment. And Paul's trying to give us this secret here as to what contentment looks like. So Paul, what is your secret? How is it that you were able to find contentment when you had plenty and when you had nothing? How, how did you find that contentment? How do you find contentment when, when sometimes your burgers turn out great and sometimes they end up looking like the charcoal that you're cooking it on? How do you do that, Paul? What's the secret? Well, in verse 13, he tells us, doesn't he? In verse 13, he says, For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. That's a very famous verse. Some of you may have that verse printed out on a, uh, a fridge magnet or a poster or a picture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it is a great verse. I think sometimes we misapply that verse because it's a really fun verse to memorize. It's a really fun verse to know off by heart. But the reality is we think it means we can do anything because Jesus will give us strength. So imagine if you were going to run a marathon. Imagine if you um, had never done this before and you thought you'd give a marathon run a try. The key to running a marathon, I've been told, is that there are months of training, eating correctly. You have to hydrate a lot before the actual race itself. If you just show up on the morning and someone says to you, hey, what have you done to prepare for this marathon? And you say, absolutely nothing, but it's going to be okay because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
you're going to find out that that verse doesn't apply to that situation. When you collapse halfway through that marathon, when you run out of energy, you're going to discover that you can't actually do all things. Because I don't think that's what Paul meant when he wrote that verse. Paul is talking here in the context of the contentment that he's found in the good times and the bad. He's super appreciative of this gift that they sent to him through uh, the messenger. But he wants to communicate that while I'm grateful for the gift you sent, I want you to understand that whether I have plenty or whether I have little, in every situation, I can do all things. I can find contentment because Christ strengthens me. All right, we are getting close to these being ready. Um, here at the Jane household, we like to eat our burgers medium or medium rare, and they are getting close to that. Uh, I know everyone has different ways they like to cook their meat and eat their meat. You may be rare or well done, I don't know. Um, maybe some of you wonder how Jesus likes to eat his burgers and steaks, and I wondered that too. So I asked him, I said, Jesus, how, how do you like to eat your steaks and your burgers? And his response was, well done, my good and faithful servant, well done. That was a little dad joke there for you on Father's Day. So, um, so these are getting close to being ready. I'm almost done with what I want to share, but if you're watching this morning, if you're a dad out there this morning, and you want to sample one of these burgers, we are live here. i got four burgers going. So the first four dads that get here this morning, if you're watching right now, jump in your car, head this way. i got four burgers for you to sample, and you'll be able to appear right at the very end of our service and let us know how well Dave did at cooking these burgers. We may even see you showing up behind. I'm going to scroll down just for a second here. So Paul's secret was finding strength in Jesus. And maybe as a dad this morning, you're looking for that contentment. It's being number one, being the best at things that the expectations of what we should be and what we should do as dads. But Paul's explaining it's not that. He doesn't get strength from success. He doesn't get his strength from crossing the finish line first. I don't get strength from cooking my burgers to perfection every single time. I don't even get strength from being the, the number one dad according to the trophy I got from my daughter once. I find my strength from Christ. I'm content because I can draw my strength from Christ and Christ alone. And that's what Paul is saying to us. He's saying, when my stomach is full and when it's empty, I'm content. When I'm in need and when I have plenty, I'm content. And as a dad today, sometimes I get it right and sometimes I don't, but I learn to find contentment not in who I am as a dad or what's expected of me as a dad, but I find my strength in Christ and Christ alone. So I'm going to put some cheese on these burgers right now because they are almost ready to be done. Some people like to use thermometers to figure out when their meat's done. I like to just kind of take a look and take a bit of a guess and they are looking good to me. So I'm going to throw some cheese on these burgers. And as these finish off here this morning, we're going to jump back to our worship team. They're going to sing another song. And then we're going to jump back in and uh, hear from Andy and Brad just a little bit more. And then we're going to come back out here and see if any of you dads have made it here to sample one of my burgers. Thanks for joining us this morning. I hope you find your strength in Christ and Christ alone. <laughs>